Welcome to Brightline Living, the official podcast of Brightline Eating, where we focus on living a life free from food obsession and filled with peace and unstoppability. Each week, Dr. Susan Pierce Thompson, New York Times bestselling author and founder of Brightline Eating, will cover topics ranging from food addiction to fascinating science and how to live a bright life. Now here's Susan with the audio version of this week's blog. Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. So I need to say something up front just to clear it out of my head because it's really distracting me as I stand here. I don't always shoot vlogs in this room as you know, but I like to when the video team is in town because it's just nicer except on days like today. Like 10% of the days in Rochester have a weather pattern where it's big puffy clouds rolling through the sky really fast and the sun goes bright, dim, bright, dim, bright, dim. Maybe apropos of the topic I'm gonna talk about today, which is ADD and ADHD. I'm not sure if the weather is showing up like in theme, if it got the memo, but I just wanna say, I might be brighter and then dimmer, and and that's okay. We have a lot of requests for this topic, and my social media team sees them out in the field. Like, hey, I have ADHD, will this work for me? Hey, I have ADD, um, I have found Brightline Eating, you know, this, that, and the other way to work. Have other people had that experience? So my social media team reached out to me saying, could you do a vlog on this subject? And uh, they sent me someone's um, question in particular as an example. And they said, this is one of many we've gotten just this month. And um, if I'm really honest, my heart sank a little bit. And I was like, because the truth is, I'm not an expert in ADHD. And I don't have ADD or ADHD. So for me to presume to pontificate about working bright line eating with, um, you know, a, a neurological sort of uh, lens through a neurological lens that I don't personally have any experience with, it just felt really beyond um, the scope of propriety or wisdom for me to presume to do that. So a little while ago, I posted in Bright Lifers, hey, Bright Lifers, um, do you work bright line eating with ADHD or ADD? I want to hear from you. And uh, let me just go ahead and read the question that got sent in and the answers that I got from Bright Lifers. So this was um, Donna, who said, Susan, please do a vlog regarding ADD and Brightline. When you have ADD, you crave quick stimulation to get you back in your body. This made my year on the program difficult as I felt very disconnected from my body and retreated from the world. Usually... I'd go to sugar or exercise like dance to keep me grounded, out of my head, and able to cope with my external environment. I suspect those who who have ADHD, autism, or certain introverts or personality types may experience a similar kind of dilemma. Thanks, Donna. So my comment, my post in Bright Lifers generated all these comments, like, Again, a little bit of an overwhelming amount. And I, I went into a, a, a hermit cave for a little bit and was like, okay, I can't call 72 people about their experience with ADD for a vlog. Um, so I circled back just yesterday and 
uh, combed through the comments and reached out to someone named Paige Stonerock. Now, Paige Stonerock used to weigh over 300 pounds, but when I talked with her on the phone just recently, she literally didn't know what her highest weight was because she said she stopped weighing herself. And then I asked her what she weighs today after doing Brightline Eating for nearly three years. She started in September of 2018. And she said, Susan, I don't know what I weigh because today I don't weigh myself, but I'm somewhere between 130 and 150 pounds. So I can tell you, I have lost at least 150 pounds. Now, just to flesh out her story a little bit more, she works for a Midwestern medical center complex. And she said in their bariatric uh, unit, people coming in, typically because they want bariatric surgery, have a 10 times higher likelihood of having ADD or ADHD. She said it is so associated with grazing, with turning to uh, ultra-processed foods, with using food to calm an overactive brain or to help focus or just get through the day or cope with a more intense environment. She said that, I asked her like, how had her ADHD impacted her life before Bright Line Eating? And she said, it's so hard to tell because it's also interwoven. She said the obesity and the shame and the codependent relationships that she would stay stuck in because of her chronic shame, because of her size and her neuroatypicality and the way all of life was just harder because of the ADHD She was not diagnosed with it until she was an adult, which she said is super, super common, especially for women with ADHD. Um, She said that uh, often it's also correlated with being pretty bright and being able to cope, um, but with a lot of extra effort that ends up making life so much harder all the way along. And then at some point in adulthood with some sort of... um, uh, turning point experience, the diagnosis finally comes in because it just is too much to manage, whether it's because all of a sudden there's kids or all of a sudden there's some sort of um, turning point and the diagnosis comes in. So she was diagnosed as an adult. And in 2018, when she found Brightline Eating, she said, I was literally lying on the floor and it, it felt like the end. She said, I was lying on the floor and I had just been through a toxic, abusive divorce. I had been through, from the previous winter, I hit my highest weight ever, again, well over 300 pounds or somewhere over 300 pounds, she doesn't know. And then uh, everything unraveled. She had pneumonia, Um, she had acute appendicitis, and suddenly her gallbladder gave out, like it was just done making stones, and she had to have an emergency removal of her gallbladder. And she lost probably, she thinks, around 60 pounds with all of those medical conditions. And there she was lying on the floor, and the Food Freedom videos were released right then in September of 2018. That's when we typically every year have released that three-video series that people watch so much and they go viral around the world and it's a super exciting time typically here on Brightline Eating. And she said that she watched those videos and she hung on to them like a lifeline and she said, this is it. This is, this is the last option for me. Like it felt like a life preserver being sent to her and she grabbed it. She started working the program and she said her experience has not been super duper perfectly smooth as 
one might imagine. It you know, might not be for someone with ADHD. And she said that because of the way her brain works, the structure of bright line eating provides a system that she can follow. It provides a set of habits. It provides a path. And I was recently reading a book that talks about the distracted mind in all humans and ADHD in particular as a subset of distracted minds that are um, extra distracted by definition, distractible by definition. And it was talking about how the prefrontal cortex reaches back through uh, neural networks to um, modulate the activity of other brain areas to help us attend and focus and manage our goals, right? And in ADHD, that process doesn't work as well. In particular, it doesn't work as well to suppress distracting information. And that's what Paige said. Um, She said that for her, when there's peace and boredom, her brain can't handle it well. It's almost as if in that environment, Every stimulus is given equal weight by her brain. And it feels like being in a room with 20 televisions on, even though someone else might think there's nothing happening. This is a perfectly peaceful room. But the clock on the wall and the refrigerator making its noise and the clouds going back and forth behind the window and all of those things, her brain thinks that they're all equally important. So she said, Susan... Bunny slippers don't work for me. When you say put your bunny slippers on, I've learned to translate that into, Paige, just do the next right thing. Even if you're tired, just do the next right thing. She said, I have to get into action because my program only works in motion. I cannot just sit there with bunny slippers on because it, it, it doesn't work for my brain. And I thought, oh, so interesting, so helpful. She also needs stimulants. She needs one to two cups of strong black coffee a day. And that's healthy. She takes it as medicine. And research does show that that's healthy if you're drinking it black. Um, Yeah, so she needs her stimulants. um, But she doesn't turn to sugar. She turns to the black coffee and the action and connection. She said reaching out for connection and support works for her. So she can take an action. She can make a phone call. And that's what works. And In our conversation, it was so interesting because she said that, and she's just doing Bright Line Freedom to get into the parts side of this. She's getting really curious about IFS and parts work. And she said that as someone with ADHD, she developed a rebel part that rebels against the structures that are suggested in the neurotypical world. And she knows that her brain works differently. And she said that, her growth edge right now feels like coming back to the structures of bright line eating because they work for her. They really do work for her. And the rebel part of her that says, my brain works differently. I don't need those structures. She said, that's not actually accurate for me. And I have to say, not that I'm an expert on ADHD. Again, I am not. But having just read this book that highlighted the way the brain works, one of the ways that the prefrontal cortex helps to 
help us attend and modulate those lower brain structures so that we can manage our goals as we live through our day. One of the ways that the prefrontal cortex does that is through rules, like bright lines. And when we have rules set up in the front of our brain, it provides the strongest form of scaffolding so that the the front of our brain can shepherd and manage lower brain structures so that we can execute what we need to execute. And so I asked Paige just a second ago on the phone, I said, if I had to summarize, Paige, would you say that it is true in your experience that for someone doing bright line eating with ADHD, it might be harder in a way because, um, because it is harder, and yet the bright line way might be even more important to embrace because of the ADHD, to lean into it and to use those habits, those systems, those structures, those rules to help your brain establish its scaffolding in the way that works for you. And she said, so, uh, so, uh, humbly, she said, Susan, well, I don't know if it's harder because I don't have any other brain <laughs> than my brain. Um, but she said, yeah, I think that's accurate. And she said, the honest truth is, Susan, I would not be alive today if it weren't for bright line eating. I would have died of liver failure already. And this program saved my life. And I am now continuously on the journey of working it, working this program. It has saved my life. And right as we were about to hang up, I said, Paige, I just want you to know that I hear in you the thirst for continuous growth and improvement on this path that is the hallmark of being unstoppable. And she said, Susan, that's because of my ADHD. Anyone who survived very long with ADHD has become incredibly tenacious. I am unstoppable. And I said, Paige, you're such a dear. And we hung up the phone. And those are my thoughts on working bright line eating with ADD, ADHD. It's not a subject that I feel like I have the definitive thing to say about. I don't know that um, I have captured everyone's experience in this story. Paige said that there's two types of ADHD, one is, of ADD, one is um, hyperactive, which is the H, right? Um, And the other is inattentive. And she said there are also 800 characteristics that in combination define any one person's experience with this particular type of brain. And so there's probably no single vlog that I could shoot that would accurately capture everyone's experience working bright line eating with a brain that has ADD or ADHD. But I want you to know, if this vlog pertains to you, that I love you, you're welcome here, and you're welcome to write in and let us know what your experience is. That's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Brightline Living. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. Interested in learning more about Brightline Eating? Visit ble.life slash podcast to find out more. ble.life slash podcast. Have a bright day.